Gas Network presents sports for the culture. I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Dimelo. Bro, flying. T-Buggy, man. To the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome once again to your favorite sports show on the internet. This guys presents Sports for the Culture. I am your host at Bryce XXV, double I, a.k.a. Mr. Big Leaguer, <coughs> a.k.a. my mama's favorite guys panelist. And I got the dream team with me as always. Let's start with the bottom right. Introduce yourself. T Boogie, man. Uh, I guess I'm Mr. Run the Tape. Y'all know what it is with me, man. Uh, <laughs> wash your hands, wash your ass. Stay safe out here. None. Let's, let's, let's get this show on the road, baby. Let's go. Mr. Run the Tape. I like it. I like it. My man talking talking with his chest. He still got one more week to survive, though. But we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Uh, let's keep it pushing. Bottom left, introduce yourself. Hey, man, you know who it is? Your boy, Young Rome's 22, man. Everybody out there listening on YouTube, Twitter, all that. Hit the subscribe button, follow button, like button, all that. Uh, we got a packed show, so I'm not going to waste too much time. Uh, I got a little advice this week. Uh, you know, my advice for the week is don't be a fool and get punched in the face like you Jordan Poole. Stay ready. Uh, that's my advice for the week. So let's get it. <laughs> my boy, Rome dropping the bars on him. You know, you know. Let's make a quick bet, yo. Uh, first rapper, first rapper to use uh, Jordan Poole and, and, and this Draymond punch in the in, in, a, in a bar. Oh, definitely <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. Drake odds got to be like plus, Drake do be coming. Fab odds might be like plus a hundred. Drake odds are like plus two hundred, man. Definitely top favorites there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody doing it. All right, let's keep it pushing, man. Last but not least, my guy, top left, introduce yourself. What up, man? Scruff Lion, good ass sports, man. I'm real vested in the Gas Fantasy League this year, man. I'm, I'm real vested in, invested in that league, man. I mean, a lot of cats have counted out a lot of cats. That's all I'll say. <laughs> a lot of cats being wrong. Counted out a lot of cats. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say he counted me out. Feel me? Kind of my guy, uh, Mr. Big Leaguer out. My guy, Hansel. Shout out to the club two and three. Feel me? Club two and three. Previously club one and three. Club two and three. Moving. <laughs> Previously club zero oh and three. <laughs> we moving in the right direction, dog. I just beat Big Shirley this week, and I got Rome coming oh, up this w. week. That beating is a big Big Shirley w. in the gas league is like beating the Patriots in, uh, in 09, bro. <laughs> That's we build enough steam. <laughs> we build enough steam, man. Redeem hey, team. I like it. I like it. I like it, Scrub. Let's stay there for a second, man, because the Gas League, for, for all, all of our consistent viewers know that the Gas League is a big deal in the gas community, right? We do this fan, the same fantasy football league every year now. It's like the third year, right? Got to be third, the third year, year now. Third year. So third it's, year. It's, it's been going strong. And for the most part, we've had all the same members all we we call them what we call them we call them the gas holes right we call it we call them the gas holes man it's the, it's the consistent gas content subscribers and there's about 16 <laughs> people in the league bro and if you're in a league of 16 people like i mean 
Nah, that's not easy, bro. Eighteen? My bad. Eighteen. That's not. That's not easy though. Like it's really not easy. Hey, big, big Shirley said you won by default, my boy. She did that. Whatever. Hey, whatever. She's club two and three this season, also, man. But that means, but Strong that goes club. to show you, that goes to show you, it's not a bad place to be right now. You right. feel me? It's not a bad place to be right now because it's like literally the whole. Yo, thing. this is this is this is like some some T boogie level narrative switch. So now now being middle of the pack is not a bad place to be. Now being mid is not a bad place to be. Like it's it's okay to be average, boys and girls. Like don't be like Rome. Don't be a winner. Don't be at the all top. Right, right. So don't be four and one. <laughs> so let me tell you something, bro. It's 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 different kind of people in this world, Rome. Let me tell you something, bro, about about the fantasy football season. It's a long season, bro. It's bye weeks, bro. You got to plan ahead. You got to do your meal preps, bro. You feel me? You got to have bro. your shit lined up, bro. Ten of the sixteen teams in the league are two and three right now. Right. 10 out of 16, or what? Yeah, 16. Or we got 18. 10 out of 18 teams are two and three, and only two teams have a better record than that. So it goes. I mean, and, so and which, and which, what, who, three who's teams, one of those two? Who's one, who's one oh, of those three? You happen, you happen to be one of those teams. Oh, okay, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, yeah, listening. Enjoy, enjoy everyone, it. Enjoy it. Everyone enjoy out there on the YouTube. Rome till week 10. Everybody out there that's not familiar with the league, I just want—I just want them to know who's on top right now. Why they're watching? You're not on top. White Wall, White Wall is five and zero, bro. He ain't, he ain't played White me yet. He ain't played me yet. I need, to, I, need to, I need the background behind White Wall's uh, team name because it really—I don't, I don't understand it, and I need. Some nah, but he said he was king of the north, so it must be connected to the wall. What's going on with that? What's, what's going on with that? What's going on with that team name, though? What's going on here, bro? I don't know if y'all are on y'all sleep at, but I don't know, bro. Who's whose man's is White Wall? Who, who's man's <laughs> I don't know. It's somebody's man. I don't know whose man's it is. I think it's wrong. White Wall, the random fan. I don't know White Wall. He definitely a fan. Oh, well, nobody claiming White Wall. He's, he's White Wall. Hey, I banged with him. He the king of the north, bro. White Wall name kind of wild, bro. And I don't, I don't know what to make of it. But, oh, I, <laughs> all, all I know is wrong, bro. You're not even you're not even first in your division, my guy. Well, they got multiple personalities. That's because that's because I'm in the fucking. I don't know what they reference, T. I don't know what they reference. I don't know. You got to verify that one, but it's all good. I then uh then G with that, that Alexa pick team start on start two and zero. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's how you know. That's how you know. Yeah, shit evens out eventually, dog. Eighty-eight points. Shit will even out man. eventually, right? I'm, win- I'm winning. The- I gotta win the guys' league, man. I gotta win the guys' league. Somebody from guys gotta win the guys' league, and, and why? Why? Why the hell not me? Why the hell? Not also, also to clarify for everybody out there watching again that may not be familiar with the guys' league, I'm the only person on this panel. They made it past the first round of the playoffs last year. So why they all do all this of uh, two and three? Such a strong club. We're all high fiving. I'm I'm two and three. You're two and three. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's lonely at the top, bro. It's lonely at the top. Bro, you're not at the top, though, bro. It's, it's you're not at the top, bro. All right, well, it's it's lonely next to the top, nigga. <laughs> Bro, I, I, I thought I had a chance of beating Rome. I went into Monday night in the league. 
They got yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes. T, 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 T. You like the you like the commanders of fantasy football. Every uh-huh. year, every year the hopes get so high, man. <laughs> Come on back to this oh. hey, hey, back to this bottom where you dwell, sir. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Come on back. Hey, I had six six positions combined for 16 points. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. That's, see, like oh it's something things are unavoidable though. Fantasy football, yeah. it's a certain amount of luck involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why, like. You know, you got to take it for a grain of salt if somebody wins one league. But you know, nah, like my my repeated repeated uh, success in fantasy football. My one loss was to Jokes etc, and it just happened to be the week he had the Eagles defense, and it was the week that Carson just stood there and got his ass whooped for four quarters. So, you, you know, that, that's that's the only reason I lost that game. Hey, my man said he's smoking on that G pack though. G, G in the G in the comments. <laughs> my man said one sixty four to eighty eight. Double up on him. G said, "T, you lose to me, and Nick can't beat me." What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's one of them comments where I got to hear G say that to get, to get the true effect. <laughs> I can't give you the true effect of that comment by reading it. G's got to say Bro, that one. I know. I got it. T, you lose to me. Nick can't beat me. But 88 points might be a, a gas league record low. <laughs> it is pretty bad. That's, that's 88. That might be. 88 points. That's like, it's like I don't know. That's a good test score. But I mean, <laughs> team KJ Smooth scored ninety, so I mean it, that wasn't too far. It wasn't just a couple couple bottom feeders out here. Club hey, bottom feeder. I, I had a I had a real rough week in the gas league though. My running back situation. We all life support baby, and I and I know why. It's because we got into a conversation for some reason about my team in the group chat, and I was like, this can't go well. I don't like talking about my teams. You feel me? <laughs> ever since that moment where we talked about my team, injuries, have, we've got the injury bug. And we can't get rid of it. I lost Rashad Penny. And in the 18-team league, your running backs are very important. You know, you still got to have two of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I had I had Rashad Penny and my man Damian Pierce is on by week. Somebody so come stop with me. I got, I, got, uh, I got running backs for days. Uh <laughs> I got three RB ones right now. I might have to get with you on that, T. I got Kenneth Walker. What up? Hey, G. G. If you still you still in the comments, bro, you ain't got no quarterback. You ain't got no go check G's quarterback right now. Hey, look, I did I did something I normally don't do in fantasy. Right, I drafted two handcuffed running backs, thinking that one of these guys has to get injured, and just my luck is Jonathan Taylor. But just my you know, yeah. my luck again. <laughs> Hines goes out on the first drive. Wow. Yeah. First hey, drive. That, that's me in the big league, bro. Shit killed me. Yeah, big league was not kind to me this week. But, you know, it is what it is. We bounce back, man. Hey, you got to turn them things out in the big league, bro. You got to turn them out, bro. You got to turn them out. It's a good year in the big league, man. I'm gonna tell you this: the big league type of league, if it ever comes to a point where, and it ain't gonna happen because I'm too confident of a GM. If I'm ever a bottom dweller in the big league, 
I'm gonna sell the farm for some draft picks, man. We we gotta rebuild if that happens. We gotta re yeah. we go into instant rebuild mode. Yeah, we're gonna identify who we can who we can keep going going forward. And I need some first rounders, man. We got some guys that people will take. So I'm not uh I'm not I'm not I'm not playing no games in that league, yo. Yeah, I feel you, bro. I feel you. But uh let's get let's get into it, man. Let's get into what we do. Uh we got some sports on the on the schedule tonight. A little bit of culture mixed in as always, but not too much. But I don't know. Somehow the conversations usually go somewhere else with us. Uh first things first, man. Uh Monday night football. Let's 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 do it. Uh Chiefs. Who everybody I feel like was high on coming in this game. Uh versus the Raiders. Uh and uh I, I felt like the Raiders were were kind of an afterthought coming in this game. And, you know, they really should have won the football game, right, I believe. I mean, I feel like the Raiders, that's, that, that game was there for them to take. Uh, what, what did we learn about that game, first and foremost, man? What, what, are, your, what are your key takeaways? Uh, let's start with my guy, Young Rome, 22. Man, my, my key takeaway from the Chiefs game and the Raiders Monday night is the same takeaway I have just about every Chiefs game, man. Patrick Mahomes doesn't belong in the conversation for best QB of right now. He belongs in the conversation of best QB you've ever seen play because that's what he is. He's one of the best QBs that anybody on this panel has ever seen play. Everybody that gets to watch Patrick Mahomes and we're living in this era needs to understand how special that this era is because there may not be another Patrick Mahomes again. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to get – close to Brady's complete resume. He's got, what, six, seven Super Bowls? Pat might come close. Um, but I don't think anyone's going to meet Pat's talent and resume when it's all said and done. Um, there's guys that you could kind of say are almost as talented as Pat, but they're not going to win as much as Pat. Um, there's guys that you could say a lot about, a lot of great things about, and I'm sure y'all are going to say them right now. But the truth is, Pat Mahomes is operating in another space. Nah, that's facts, bro. Pat balling, pass ball. I think we've had this conversation before, man. And uh, yeah, I think it's consensus amongst the gas gang that Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. All over Rome, I feel like at one point you was arguing Justin Herbert versus Pat Mahomes. Maybe. All right, let's clear that. Let's clear that up. Let's clear that up. I felt like I remember that. The the argument was because you twisted this argument much like T when when it started. Me me and Scruff originally said that Justin Herbert was comparable. He's in that conversation of Pat and all these other young QBs, which I don't I don't back down from that. I still think if we start naming young QBs, Justin Herbert's probably top five. He's probably in that top five of, of this new crop of QBs. Um, but I wasn't ready to crown Pat as the greatest thing on planet Earth at that time. Uh, after last season and from what I've seen this season and what I just see consistently, at, like literally every time Pat plays, like, like I saw this in the preseason. Like, my man was was ready in August, bro. Like, the, the the pat I got in August is the pat I'm getting now. Like, this man is just always on. Uh, and I, I really think he might be the best QB ever to do it when it's all said and done. Damn it, Rome. So, so, Rome said he wasn't ready to crown Pat at the end of last season, but four games into this season, five games, and – it's like oh, it's like oh, the extra icing, bro. Man. It's like the extra icing, bro. Like I've I've yet to see the man really fail. Like what is what is a failing Pat Mahomes look like? Nah, 
I don't know. I can't say that, bro. I think we've seen Pat Mahomes. I wouldn't say fail, but we. I, I think we've seen chinks in his armor uh, for these last, especially I guess what last season was the first real time where we were like, we saw a team shut him down. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we saw Pat Mahomes have pedestrian games where for so long it felt like it was guaranteed 300 plus yards with three plus touchdowns. But you make a good point, though. He 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 he's been the modicum of consistency, and that's why the Chiefs have been. Oh, I wouldn't say why, but a big part of the reason why the Chiefs have been on top. Um, T, what'd you learn about last night's game, man? Raiders, Chiefs. Nothing about the Chiefs. Same old Chiefs. Same song and show. Uh, more so about the Raiders, man. The Raiders are on the cusp of being a a, a good team because by all accounts, they should have won that game, man. Seventeen point lead, they blew that. Um, could have kicked the field goal because they missed the field goal and got a stop. You kick the field goal, you get a stop, different game. Um, ah, you go to OT probably. I just feel like the Raiders, uh, you know, found a way to lose that game more than the Chiefs found a way to win it. And um, I, I think just looking at the game, that division isn't as strong as uh, everybody thought, man. Broncos country, they're not riding. Uh, it's just – this is just not that – at least in the beginning half of the season. This first – what you call them, uh, Bryce? The first quadrant. This first sure. quadrant, those those teams aren't – well, that division isn't clicking like everyone thought. Uh, Chiefs are Chiefs, but everybody else is still kind of finding their footing. Kind of like the two or three club. Well, you know, you, you're smart for bringing that up, uh, for recognizing that it's still the first quarter of the season, right? This is the NBA. It would be 20 games gone. All right, we all know that everyone that watches the NBA knows you don't really know nothing after just 20 games. Um, but I, I will say that uh, I think I'm with you, bro. I think we learned more about the Raiders and less about the Chiefs last night. I think the Raiders are better than, I guess, what they're one and four now. And I think they're a lot better than that record, bro. Yeah. I think, I think they're one of those one and four teams when they beat a four and one team. I would not blink an eye, I would not be shocked. Um, but I also think the Chiefs, bro. They still look a little more vulnerable to me than they have, bro. I think they got the Bills next, if, I, if I'm correct. Yep. And I can't see them winning that game, bro. I cannot see them playing, oh. especially at especially coming. And you, and you got to remember, bro. And I and I thought I factored this into giving y'all a little insight to how I think about these picks. But I factored this into when I made my pick because I picked the Raiders, and I'm the only person on the panel that did pick them, right? Part of the reason I thought I thought that I was like, yo. The Chiefs are going to be mad because they just lost to the Colts, right? The Chiefs are coming off a loss of a, an ugly loss to the Colts, who were like didn't even have a win, I think, right? Maybe one and one and three at the time or something. And I was like, yo, the Chiefs are going to be playing angry against the Raiders, and I thought they were going to come out hot at least, and I thought then the Raiders would be able to come back and cover, but uh, that didn't even happen, bro. I thought the Chiefs were going to come out hot because they just lost to the Colts. And, like, the old Chiefs, bro, if they would have lost the game, they would have came out and blew the next team out. You feel me? But this Chiefs team came out and was down 14 early to, to the Raiders. Was it 14 or was it was it 11? Was it, was it, was it, was it T? It was 17. It was 17 nothing. Yeah. Remember? So they came out. And, yeah, and, and, then, and then they really only cut that lead to 17-10 because they got that late fluke field goal, right? Where their backup kicker in the, in the end of the first half 
the backup kicker came and made like a 59-yarder after there was only 13 seconds on the clock when they even got the ball. It was ridiculous. But, like, I was really shocked that that Chiefs team came out as soft as they did to start that game or as flat as they did to start that game after they uh, – oh, they, they beat the Bucks last week? Yeah, yeah, they beat Tampa in between that. Okay, so but they did lose to the Colts, but so that was before Tampa. Yeah, I guess I guess that makes a little more sense. But you, I, I just expected them to come out. I, I expected them to come out hot at home, and I expected the Raiders to come back. And like the opposite thing happened, which is like, damn, are the Chiefs still like? Are they still that top team? Pat's still that top QB. But I don't know if the Chiefs are that top that top team like they used to be. Well, I don't know, Scruff. What, what you think, man? Oh uh, man, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. I say the Chiefs are still the top team in the AFC. Uh, it's going to be it's a, it's a toss up though, bro. It's really any given uh, you know Sunday between them and the Bills. I think we're going to find out. I guess next week. I guess that should be very interesting. Um, but you know, it comes down to push come to shove, bro. You can't leave a window open. You know, and expect like basically Patrick Mahomes, bro. He gonna get through that window. You know what I'm saying? So like, good teams find a way to win games in that small window, and bad teams find a way to just drop the win, bring down the motherfucking sink. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the Raiders did last night. Uh, while the Chiefs were impressive in that comeback, I will say that the Raiders equally blew the game. But I think part of the reason they blew the game was because they knew that they had Patrick Mahomes on the other side. I think the game came down to the decision right there when they had uh, tied, they had the opportunity to tie the game up, and they decided to go for two. Foolish is what it was. Um, <laughs> that really didn't make a lot of sense, bro. Like, what, <laughs> what, what point are y'all trying to prove with that? That makes sense for a team that's 4-1, not for a team that's 1-3, bro. Yeah, and yeah. everybody talking about analytic shit, that's, whole, that's, that's bull, man. That's bull. Man, what that is, is that's fear. That's fear-based, bro. You know what they say? You know, it's fear-based anxiety. It's what that is. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Because you're looking at the scoreboard, and you're thinking, oh, man, I got to get ahead now. You feel me? There's four minutes left on the board. You know that Patrick Mahomes is going to get the ball regardless, bro. And you basically looking like, nah. So you you blew the game right there because they would have tied it. They might have had a shot, bro. Uh, instead, they ended up but, losing but by all, one point. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense because because you're basically you're basically conceding that they're going to score no matter what. And if you think they're going to score no matter what, that means that you you getting two points doesn't matter no matter what. Well, Unless you're thinking you're going to be able to hold them to a field goal. If you feel like you can hold them to a field goal, then that means your field goal will win the game. So, well, a, a, another dimension to that is you're, you're you're assuming that if I don't get it, like like if I if I kick the field goal. Um, now Mahomes has four downs to score again. But if I don't get it, if we can hold them for three downs, they'll kick it back to us. So that that, that kind of factors into it too. You know, we only got to stop them for three downs versus four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I think it, it comes down to execution. I think you, they should have been able to convert the two point play, bro. Like I don't, I don't dislike the call. Um, I, I don't like the execution, man. Like you got to be able to get that in there, especially when you got that line with Josh Jacobs, bro. bro were you like, were you like running the ball in that situation? I'm pretty sure. I'm. Yeah, I would have ran. I would have ran the ball the way Josh Jacobs was running last night. I would have ran the ball. They ran I'm, the ball out of a shotgun, though. I'm pretty like sure it was an RPO, and he just gave it to Jacobs. Don't quote yeah. me on this. I could, I get, get back to me on this because I, I could double check it. 
but I'm pretty sure it was an RPO because it looked like Devontae Adams was running a hard slant on the inside, you know? So, I, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you had Devontae Adams one-on-one, that's what I would have went to. Or right. if not on a slant, I would have had him run a fade. Right. Fourth and one. And they basically throwing the, 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 the car fucking flops the ball down the field, bro. The fuck is that? Fourth and one. No, no, End no. the game. Those guys ran into each other. Yeah, yeah. They, why are you throwing, like, a, why are you throwing yeah, a 17, 20-yard play when you're fourth and one? That, yeah, it didn't seem a little bit desperate because it felt like – You could barely connect on those. It looked like a play you run when there's less time than what there actually was, right? But at the same time, I think you're also hoping you catch a team off guard because they're thinking you're going to go for the quick one. And Devontae runs a little choice route where he heads up the field instead. That could end up killing him. That could, If he doesn't fall, the way he, the catches he was making, who knows what that play is, you know? No, uh, I think I think the, like, I think the – the bottom line is what Scruff said earlier, man. I think it's fear of Patrick Mahomes. I think you feel like you need to get as many points on the board as you can because you know this guy's going to get as many points on the board as he can. So like you said, Bryce, if you if you do stop him to the field goal, you need that extra point so that when you kick a field goal, you get the dub. Uh, I mean, looking at it, bro, Pat Mahomes is 7-2 versus the Raiders. So I think I think I think you go for two there. I think you you say, yo, we don't ever beat this guy. We need to do whatever we can to beat this guy. Uh, he is the winner that people hype Jimmy G to be. I, I think no, Jimmy G is the winner. That's the problem, but, bro. You got to treat him regular, bro. You got to treat him regular because you lost. You, you basically what I saw last night was the Raiders played themselves out of the, out of a win because they were scared of Patrick Mahomes. Scrub, if you're gonna do that, and and I feel wrong a little bit. I do, because you're like, yo, we, we're two and seven against this guy in our last nine games. We gotta do, we gotta, we gotta prove, we gotta get ourselves over that hump, right? Then, okay. then run something creative, bro. Like, if, if you want to tell me we're doing oh, this out of oh. desperation, that's why we're two and seven, then show me, show me, show me, a now, two, show me a play that shows me, yo, we're two and seven and we're about to get this win. Show me what you do to, 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 to show that things are different. What you do to show that things are different is you throw it to your new receiver that you just paid a bunch of money. And then then maybe he's not pissed off and shoving TV guys, TV people down on his way out the damn uh, tunnel and shit, man. No, 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 no. Jacob's fifth-year option. You you giving him the ball with the game on the line? You got two people that you got huge contracts with and Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. The game is on the line. It needs to be going Derek Carr to one of them. Adams. The ball needs to go from Derek Carr's hands to Devontae Adams' hands. That's it. All right. Well, let me tell you something else, bro, I picked up from this game. Belichick coaching tree might be the worst coaching tree I've ever seen in my life, starting with the fact that Josh McDaniels <laughs> obviously didn't learn a goddamn thing against Bill Belichick, bro, because Bill Belichick would have ran the ball, one. That's first of all, bro. Bill would have ran the ball right there, bro. Bad coaching decisions, bro, is the reason this this is the way this this the game played out the way it was, bro. Keep it simple, bro. Keep it simple, bro. He ran yeah. the ball, but he just ran it out of a shotgun. He just didn't like, run it at the right time. Out of the shotgun, though, I don't understand that. Like, wasn't a shotgun running? Am I tripping, bro? I swear, it was a shotgun running. Look, when that when that field get tight, it's, we we saw the Broncos struggle to score, right? Uh, what when that the Broncos? Yeah, yeah, but they ran it. They, you know, they 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 ran it too. Yeah, and then the next week, people were mad at them for not running it. <laughs> I mean, they were mad at them for running it. Then ne- they were mad at them for running it. And the next week, they're mad at them for not we, running. We it. just oh, but that's it. another reason. That's a, another situation where the coach outthought himself. Co- that coach made that decision based on the public opinion of what happened the last time, 
And you can't do that as a coach. Like that's <laughs> fuck nigga shit, bro. bro. We just saw we just saw Carson Wentz uh throw a pick there. Uh he struggled that whole possession uh in the Bro, race. I've never seen a man try any harder to throw a pick, bro. You know, I you watched know, the game and I and, and I said ten straight times to TV. This man tried to throw the pick. Like, bro, <laughs> there was there was he had three plays. The first one, he literally threw a pick, but the player didn't get both feet in bounds because I didn't think the player even thought the ball was gonna be coming to him that easily, bro. So he didn't bother to get both feet in bounds. <laughs> the second one, the second one, he threw a pick, but the but but the linebacker was a little a little too slow in reacting to get both hands. You know how the linebackers' hands work. They don't their hands don't really work like that. And then the third time he finally did what he was trying to do the whole fucking time, bro. He finally threw the pick. I'm like, damn, finally, bro. Because you you tried your absolute hardest to throw a pick right here. Like it was unbelievable to me, bro. So, so hey, all right, before 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 we get on the, the Carson West thing, which we can do, I the thing with the goal line to me. When I watch football, the, the way you got to play it at the goal line, man, I put it on the, the OC. You should be able to scheme people up at the goal line. It's like it's not a lot of space, and it's hard to defend. You can run crossing routes. You can run pick plays. It should be very simple to get somebody open for a window and just tell your QB, hey, hit this guy on a quick out. Hit this guy on a slant real quick because, you know what I mean, dude's going to be going this way. Run some motion real quick. It To me, that's more, more on the OC than the QB. Because it should be a simple enough play to where somebody's running open for a quick second. Bootlegs. I mean, hell, we saw we saw Travis Kelsey running open in the end zone for Pat Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like, they're scheming shit up to where Kelsey's wide open. Nobody's even on him. That's what you got to do in the goal line. Bro, Kelsey get Especially open if you got a, if you got a damn Carson Every time, Lynch. bro. Every time, bro. Down the, down the end, that red zone, bro. All right. And, G, you're right, man. I, I do got to mention the Giants. The most unlikely 4-1 team in the history of the NFL, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> but they're doing their thing right now. I just I don't think it's sustainable what they're doing, man. I think we're going to look at the end of the season and be like, well, wasn't it nice how the Giants were 4-1? Once they're like 6-11, and like, then that was nice. That was nice how they had a hot start. We'll it doesn't seem – I'll tell you this about the Giants. It doesn't seem probable. Um, based on the fact that the roster, the injury, depletion to the roster, and not really having too much of a talented roster in the first place. With that said, good job to the coach, though. I got, I got to say, uh, Brian Dayball, probably my early coach of the year. Shout out to the white Brian, not the black Brian uh, <laughs> that, that got that got spurned for the job. Maybe they did pick the right, right Brian after all, uh, Bill. Uh, shout out Bill Belichick, though, again. Still playing chess, but don't hire one of his assistant coaches. You know, if, if it's a Belichick assistant, you already know that he's a he's a bum. He, he's a bum. Oh, Daniels is a bum, bro. Horrible coach. What's my man in, in Tennessee? Tennessee. Mike Rabel. Mike Rabel. Okay, yeah, he's still a coach, right? He didn't get fired yet. Honestly, honestly, I think he's a little underrated, man. The, the Titans low key do a real good job for what what they have out there. I think they have something like 19 different starters already this year on, on defense. Um, I don't know about the Titans either though, bro. I think they've been squeaking by. He's lucky he's still employed, bro. Because honestly, bro, we said this on the show, bro. If I'm Titans, bro, I'm running the rock more, bro. They don't be running the rock enough. Like they don't got Jerry Henry, bro. 
And another thing, that's like if you ain't learn nothing from Bill, bro, run the rock, bro. If you ain't learn, I don't know. If if you, if you can if you can make things shake and get to the playoffs, make a couple playoff appearances with Ryan Tannehill, I think you're doing something right. Yeah, Coach wise, because that that ain't that ain't the QB. I'll say this: Josh McDaniels will be he'll be the he'll be the offensive coordinator uh, in New England by next <laughs> was next season or the year or year after that. <laughs> they we'll do see. go running back to, to the old Bill Belly, don't they? He gonna be Belly scheming up running back to old Bill Belly once they leave. He gonna be scheming up for Mac Jones and Hunter Henry in no time. Bill be like, Bill be looking at him like, "Come back, my son. Come on back. I got you. Don't worry. You always got a home here." <laughs> They be calling call them, bro. They be like, oh, man, I don't know what to do, Bill. I don't know what to do. He'd be like, well, you know. <laughs> man, you still got your own bed. <laughs> <laughs> them Bill Belichick coaches, man, the league the league constantly changes, man. And you, you got to have somebody that has an open mind or, or just willing to, to move as the league moves, man. Some of these guys just figure out, figure what they do is tried and true, man. You're gonna you're gonna lose games in the NFL like that. You gotta be able hey, to hey let's give a quick shout out to Bill Belichick though. I mean his team had a shutout this week, which I think is pretty hard to do in today's NFL to to put that goose egg on the board for any defense. Uh is pretty wild by today's standards. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, it was a good that was a good uh that was a good win for them. It's a good win he, for them, man. Bill Bill Belichick is a defensive mastermind, bro. And I would say, like, on the offensive side, it's hard to say, like, Bill Belichick hasn't had, you know, he had Brady. You can always be like, well, you had Brady. Well, you had Randy Moss. You had, well, you can, well, okay, whatever, you know. But on the defensive side, bro, who is, like, the generational talent that Bill Belichick has had on defense? But that defense is always legit, bro. Yeah, I mean, he, they, they used to have a lot of talent on defense, but what Bill did that I think made his name was he would always cut them. He would always say, oh, I don't need Tyler. Oh, Richard Seymour, he a beast? I don't need him. Like, it was like every year that they had a beast-ass season, Bill would be like, all right, peace. But even I'm those not guys, giving, I'm bro, not giving you a dollar. Always, they were always able to repeat that defense, bro. Yep. Like, every year they got – every yep. year their defense is legit, bro. And like, and they, and they would just be bro. dropping top players, bro. It's it crazy. They be coming back too, bro. Them dudes will be coming back too. Remember uh, Jamie Collins? <laughs> <laughs> he came back. He got yeah, cut. he, he did. Got, he came he did. Back. <laughs> I forgot about that actually. They'll be like, "Come on back." Or still got your old bed. <laughs> they probably got a pre got a bed bed for the twins. The McCordy twins got a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Logan Ryan got a got a got a cot. What's that right, dude? He said Bill Bill gets good value from B minus slash C plus talent on defense. No and bull, right. bro. And, and you know, and, and I don't even want to disrespect those those men by calling them B minus C plus talent. You know what I mean? Because that, nah, that's not totally fair, but Bill squeezes the lemon for all the juice, bro. Like, you know what I'm Hell saying? Yeah. He gets all the juice out of each lemon when it comes to defensive players. And the crazy thing is, a lot of times it's the opposite on the offensive side. Nah. A lot of times you have players go to them them for like them two tight ends they brought in ain't done ain't done nothing. They were two of the tight top tight ends in the league when they got when they signed on with, with the Patriots. Bills yeah, now they're afterthoughts. Yep. Jalen Mills, Devin McCourty. Yeah, um, they got Bones Jones, brother. They got um Matt Judon, who's been having a great season. Um, hey, 
What, what happened to that safety they had uh, that was selling all that? Well, they, got Chandler, they got Chandler Jones? Nah, I thought that was John. Nah, hold up. They got Jack Jones. That ain't John Jones, brother. Nah, but that's right. I'm going to say anybody with Jones is, is Bones Jones' brother, bro. John, Jack, Jack and John, they not, they not related. Nah, I don't think so. Nah, but whatever, whatever happened to old boy uh, Patrick Chung or, or whatever his name was, the safety. Bro, Patrick Chung is that's another guy that was like you know they got Barrymore, bro. Uh, Jabril Peppers, they got some names over there. Oh yeah, Jabril Peppers is a guy who was supposed to be pretty good, and he ended up being like a B minus, C plus kind of guy. Jalen Mills, yeah. the, guy like, the one guy I do like that they got is is Kyle Duggar. But even Kyle Duggar, they found him from like a random school, like brother. Yeah. Yeah. They nice with it. They not they know what they're doing when it comes to defensive players, man. Well, and uh <laughs> you gotta respect it. You gotta respect it. I wouldn't sign one of their defensive players if he was free agent, though. Because you know he's not gonna produce on your team. He only gonna nope. do it on the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true, man. But yeah, man. Shout out to All my right, guy man. T Bug. Let's keep the conversation moving, man. Yeah, let's, let's keep let's keep it pushing with these with yeah these NFL with these NFL topics, man. So uh, let's let's jump into T's prediction real quick, man. T's prediction was that the uh, the Eagles would be six and zero by the by by week six, and you know what? By the end of week six, it's looking like T Boogie might be on to something, but. Uh, Still got to win that sixth and final game, and they have to be playing the Cowboys. So let's look ahead to next week a little bit, fellas. How do we feel about uh, the Eagles versus the Cowboys next week? Uh, T, I'm going to start with you, man. This is your prediction. I mean, uh, I, I think most people can agree that what we've seen from the Eagles is uh, they're probably the team to beat. The Cowboys, mm, is this just a hot start? Because who have the Cowboys played? They got a backup quarterback in there. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is a good receiver, but they'll drop passes. The defense is balling, but who have they played? So um, I think, you know, like my prediction, Eagles win this, but I feel like this game will have playoff-type intensity, right? Uh, division's up for grabs. We'll get to see which team wants it more, which, you know, which team really wants to win this division. And um, it very well could be the Cowboys, but – it's, just, it's the Eagles. The Eagles, man, are just playing unbelievable right now. But if the Cowboys can pass rush hurts like they've been doing everybody else, um, this game could go either way. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, Cowboys pass rush has been legit all season. Uh, is Micah Parsons going to play next week? He looked like he was a little hobbled this week. I need yeah, an update on that. I would, I would imagine he plays. I can't, I can't see him. I can't see any guy sitting this one out unless they truly can go because like I said this one should have some playoff intensity to it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I and I, and I think I think the Cowboys are gonna have a better shot than 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 uh than would than the than the numbers would indicate. The numbers are gonna tell you to go Eagles if you just look at uh the the, sh- the stuff on paper, especially offensively. But I think this could be a closer game, especially with it being a division rival. Um Scrub, how you feeling headed into that game? See, you got your Eagles hat on today. And a jersey. That's right. Is that a jersey? Is that an Eagles uh, jersey, too? That's uh, Jalen. That's Jalen. You feel me? I'm rocking the Jalen Hurts jersey, man. I'm invested in the future of the Philadelphia Eagles, which is Jalen Hurts, man. Shout out to Jalen Hurts, bro. Um, 
best quarterback in the NFC East. Uh, I think it's safe to say. I think it's safe to say that. And no, I believe I believe it is safe to say that. I believe it is safe to say that. But I'll tell you this. Dallas Cowboys have been playing extremely well this season. I will give it to the Dallas Cowboys. When I saw them in the first game this year, I thought they looked horrible. And somehow they lost their best player, quarterback of the team, and they've been winning. Because sometimes, just like I said to uh, the Raiders coach, you got to keep it simple, man. And that's what the Cowboys are doing. They're keeping it simple. They're relying on their defense, and they're trying not to fuck it up. It's a pretty good formula for them. All right? But you're running into a situation where you can't win. Bro. You can't win. <laughs> it's Monday. It's, it's Philly, bro. It's Philly. Philly's undefeated right now. Best offense in the league. And they're not winning because of the quarterback alone. They're winning because of the whole system. They're winning because of the whole – everything's working out, bro. Defense looks good, too. Uh, it's gonna be a blowout, bro. Eagles gonna win in blowout fashion. The spread is a, is, is is five. Um, Eagles minus five, bro. Eagles are gonna win by fifteen plus. Ooh, scrub talking spicy with the fifteen. It's, it's in Philly too, bro. It's in Philly, bro. There's no shot, bro. There's no chance the Cowboys win the game. Zero percent chance the Cowboys. You're saying zero percent chance they win the game, and you're also saying a zero percent chance they cover. Do I my hand? They ain't covering the spread either. Zero percent chance they win the game, though, for sure. But you're not giving a zero percent chance to that cover. Uh, one percent chance they cover the spread. But the Eagles are gonna win by more than five. I think they're gonna win in blowout fashion. It's my prediction. I know, man. Real, it's, it's getting spicy over here. I don't know what's going on, man. Let's let's. We're going to see, though. We're going to see. Rome, yeah, I'm sure you're conflicted, sir. I'm sure on the fence is an understatement for you right now, Rome. But I got to get your take, man. Well, obviously, you know, as a Commanders fan, I, def- I definitely don't want to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I was at the Eagles beatdown that they gave the Commanders. So still got a sour taste in my mouth from that. Definitely don't want to root for the Eagles. Um but, you know, as, as a guy that loves football, I look at this game and I see the, the, the matchups. That's the first thing that stands out to me. We got CeeDee Lamb for the Cowboys. He's having a pretty good season. You got Darius Slay on the other side. I think that kind of offsets. You got Bradbury. You got uh, Michael Gallup. I think that also offsets. Um, the Eagles got a good defense that I think is going to give Dallas a lot of trouble. I don't think this offensive line is good enough uh, for the Cowboys to really compete with the Eagles D-line. So I don't expect much from Zeke or, or, or Pollard. So the Cowboys probably aren't going to put up that many points. But where, where Scruff is missing his his target here with the Eagles blowout is the Cowboys defense is going to come out and they're going to smack the Eagles in the mouth. This is going to be nothing like the, the other games that the Eagles have played as far as defensively. The Cowboys are a lot more exotic than the other teams. Uh, they mix things up way more. They disguise coverages way more. And they got a lot more hungrier dogs on that team than, than let's say, the Cardinals or the Commanders uh, and other teams that the Eagles have played. So I think this will be the toughest challenge yet as far as Jalen Hurts going up against an opposing defense. Um, and I wouldn't be so quick to think that the Eagles jump up six, seven points or whatever the spread was and and, and keep it there. Um, I think this is going to be a fairly low-scoring game. I don't think there will be a lot of fireworks in this game. Uh, and I'm going to rock with Dallas winning on a field goal 17-14 after a Jalen Hurts turnover late in the game. 
Damn, that was very descriptive. Very yeah. detailed. Because right. <laughs> I fucking hate those teams. I had to take all emotion out of that. And I was like, look, let me let me analyze the shit out of this. <laughs> and, you know, I, and you might not be too far off with that. I mean, I could see it definitely being a, a you know, a field goal game. I could see it being a last team with the ball wins type of game. Um, I could, and I could see it being a struggle to to score consistently. That's one thing I've kind of seen from the Eagles. Uh, you know, I didn't get a good look at the Eagles last week. I didn't get a good look at their last game uh, over the car. Well, you know what? I did a little bit. I did a little bit. The Eagles are the Eagles seem like they're slow starters a little bit, man. And that worries me if I'm if if I'm an Eagle if I'm an Eagles fan. And like I'm, and I feel like we 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 have championship aspirations. These slow starts are gonna are, are gonna worry me. I've seen it happen at least three times this season. Um, I felt like they got off to a slow start against the Cardinals, but the Cardinals got off to an even slower start, so that shit didn't matter. Um, they got off to a slow start the week before that. I think they were like down fourteen nothing to who were they down to the week before that? The Giants, right? Who are they? Who are y'all down to? Fourteen nothing the week before that, bro. I don't know. I can't remember. Once once who we y'all played before the Cardinals. Uh, they played. They played Jacksonville before the Cardinals. There it is. They played Jacksonville, and they were down fourteen nothing early to Jacksonville. I don't know if that made it to the first yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember they were down early, and I remember just thinking, like, damn, they keep getting off the slow starts. And shit, you get off to a slow start versus a team like the Cowboys, you get down fourteen nothing to the Cowboys. And all of a sudden, they can just pass, rush, pass, rush, pass, rush. It's gonna make yeah. life tougher. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see the Cowboys winning that game. Though I think the Eagles do win that game. Uh, see the difference yeah, between close. that though, Bryce, is that the Cowboys, you can't go down fourteen nothing on the Cowboys because the Cowboys aren't going to even score fourteen points. Uh Cooper Rush is better than I think you're giving them credit. I think that I think that team's still capable of putting up, you know, over twenty four. 24, 27 points. So, so you, you're you saying there's a 0% chance Dallas wins, 1% chance they take the spread, and a 5% chance they score at all? I think Cooper I think Cooper is going to feel the rush. I'll tell you that. Uh, I think Eagles, <laughs> Eagles, uh, Eagles, that was a good Eagles, one. That was a good one, Scruff. Eagles defense is going to record a few sacks. I think the final score of the game will be 24 to 10, Philadelphia. I, I, I honestly don't. Think I think if, it's, if this is a close game, uh, it does benefit the Cowboys. But uh, I think the Eagles beat the spread. Like I don't care if the spread's seven. I, I still think the Eagles beat the spread. Um, the, I think the Eagles are that much better than the Cowboys on paper. Um, and again, this is a team without their backup quarterback. Uh, and and I think could be wrong. We've seen backup quarterbacks like. Like a Tony Romo come out of nowhere and become like starters and instant guys. But I think people are waiting for the other shoe to drop with Cooper Rush. And yep. I think this is the week. Um, yep. And Dak is almost healthy. This would be the week to say, all right, he took the L, he got beat up on, we're going back with Dak. Um, I think that's how that's going to go. Cooper takes the L, Dak comes back the week after. And I, and I don't disagree with everybody's take. I feel like everybody is is just missing the part where Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense is some imaginary juggernaut, and they're just going to put up 30, 40 points on Dallas' defense. Like, 
Like the the Eagles offense still has to go out here and perform because it's Cowboys defense. I feel like everybody's just sleeping on that defense but, a little bit too oh, much. Yeah, nah, nah, you, you don't need, need, you need 30, 40 points to beat them. Nah, but I think the Eagles offense is overrated, bro. I, I'll I, be the first to tell you that. I think that offense is overrated. I think that um that off I think that you know what happens, Joe, in the league, man? You're, you're you don't find out who, how good anybody or any team is until they get figured out. Once they get figured out, then you find out how good everybody is because now everyone knows exactly how to stop what you do. And can you either do something different or still do what you do? Uh, and I feel like I feel like the, the league is just kind of figuring the Eagles out now. You know what I mean? And uh, as that happens, we're going to see how good they really are and how good Jalen Hurts really is. But I'm still not seeing that elite pocket quarterbacking from Jalen Hurts, bro. I'm seeing Jalen Hurts kill you when he gets out of the pocket and buys a whole lot of time. I'm seeing a whole bunch of RPOs, bro. I think yeah. every pass that Jalen Hurts throws is an RPO, bro. I mean, probably 90, 90% of them. That's not even exaggerating. Uh, we'll see how long we'll see how long that can hold, but I don't know, man. Don't, All right, man. I, I got a, I got a prediction. I got another prediction. I'm doubling down on T's prediction. T said we were going to go 6-0, which we will. <laughs> we're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys this week. But we will go 10-0. Go 10-0. We, we won't lose until at least Thanksgiving. First loss is going to be against the Packers. Book it. First loss against the Packers. We're going to beat the Cowboys. We're going to beat the Steelers. We're going to beat the Texans. We're going to beat the Commanders. We're going to beat the Colts. <laughs> lose to the Packers. Hey, this man, this man came over here in a damn Jalen Hurts jersey and an Eagles hat talking wild. And, like, talking wow. wild. All them teams suck, bro. All, all them teams don't suck. I mean, yeah, uh, bro, bro, I, 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 think I don't think y'all are that great, though, bro. Like, I think y'all are good. I think y'all are real good. I don't, think we're, I don't think we're that great either, but I know we better than all those teams. Y'all, y'all are better on those teams on paper. <laughs> what are we talking about, bro? But it's any given Sunday, bro. And uh, y'all look real vulnerable versus the Cardinals. I thought the Cardinals should have beat y'all. I feel like they tried look, to lose. Hey, the Cardinals are a good team, though. If 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 you listen, no, they're not. No, they're no, not. They're, not. they're so better what, than all the teams I just listed. When I when I made that prediction, that the Cardinals was the game that could have went either way. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, but I, I I just felt like the Eagles would get over that hump looking. And looking to beat the Cowboys, like, and that's how this thing is gonna go, man. I'm, don't blame me. I'm just a messenger. Bro, I don't know, bro. Like I said, I don't, I, I don't know, bro. Like none of them teams are better teams. We could lose one of them games, but like maybe one max, bro. I, I don't know. I think I don't see us winning. I don't see us losing until Thanksgiving, bro. I'll be taking an L for Thanksgiving, but that's about it. Take no, an L with my turkey. You take an L with your vibrate your low vibrational plate, my boy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I, I need a clarification about that, dog. <laughs> you get clear. What you need a clarification about them low vibrational plates for, man? Because like I've seen people posting that, John. I, I seen the video or whatever. So it's low vibration. I've seen the original video. The original video, the shorty had mostly like chicken and like corn and shit. So I understand that concept, and I do have a, a concept of vibrational levels of food. But I, I seen uh what's the John Carisha, I seen Carisha John what's her name Young Miami or whatever, uh, I seen her post something and she was like basically making fun of that shit. 
But she had like fried chicken and French fries on the plate. Talking about so this, and she was going on Jordan had the yams and the mac combo. She, oh, that's a low vibrational plate, and I know she was just playing. So at this point, I don't even know what's low vibrational plate. I think it's low <laughs> vibrational with somebody. It must be low. It must be low vibrational when someone else picks it out. <laughs> low vibration. First of all, that was like the wildest thing I've ever heard, bro. But someone to look at your plate and be like, "Yo, that's low vibration." <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy, bro. Nah, but like, yo, she wasn't lying, dog. I was looking at the plate. Her her plate was kind of wasn't vibrating much higher either, bro. <laughs> so like, so if you with your girl, you look down and her plate stacked a little higher than yours. Do you feel like, damn, like I'm with a real low vibrational short? Like, do you feel nah, like that? See, but that's the thing. I I think it's getting lost in translation because it was so funny. Like nobody really knows what low vibrational plates are. Nah, look, look, what she was saying was like basically like man, you stuffing yourself with all this junk food. Like nobody's gonna bring me a plate like this. Like yeah, it, yeah. It, the whole thing was that the, the chick is like a life coach, life coach, and she she's talking to this to this other grown woman as if she is some sort of child or follower. It was almost like a uh it, it's reminiscent of a cult, like and 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 how the the woman was uh responding like yes you're right you're right like it it, it was just crazy um it it it, it kind of pointed out something that i i've seen on social media the last like this year in general it's, it's always existed but like sometimes the the sometimes right the worst enemy of women be other women yes yeah. like you know, because you get on social media and you see darts and shots thrown at guys all day. But, like, sometimes it's these bird-brained women following behind other bird-brained women. And the problem is, it's, it's a lot of it's born from the same place of these are women that uh, are broken or are, are looking for some sort of uh, foundation or some, some sort of belonging and this 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 one central figure, whether that be man or woman, is taking advantage of that. And that's what was happening. You know what I'm saying? Did she give her good advice? You probably shouldn't eat all that food. Sure. But how it came off was real, like, yeah. you didn't have a mother. I'm your mother. Like, bro, this, that, that's the stuff that make people drink the Kool-Aid. That's the uh, Jim, right. Jim, Jim Jones type talk. So I was like, correct in saying that the, what actually her point was, was lost in translation, bro. When I look at that shorty's plate from the original video, I seen like hot dogs, hot dog buns, hamburger. I seen hella carbs is what I seen. Nigga, like I'm carb conscious, nigga. I seen that shit. I seen low vibrations. I seen the carbs, bro. I seen another job saying she had some chicken and some corn and shit. I was like, okay. I see what nah, you're going bro, with. It's not necessarily carbs, bro. Like wholesome foods. Like the real shit though, if you take a shorty you've been you've been seeing like to the cookout for the first time, man, you bring around the fam or wherever you may be, bro. And like <laughs> you know, you you are we. It's not like we some like none of us are real like small dudes, man. So everybody putting back a significant amount of food to nourish right. themselves. You feel me? So you make your plate and you look next to you. You look next to you and your girl plate twice your plate. I'd be like, damn. Like, let me, let me hop in this, bro. Oh, I, so, I wouldn't, so I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I even know. care if it was if she had more food than I had. I'm more conscious of how she's putting it back. Like, 
I can't fuck with a joint that's fucking gnawing on a chicken, scarfing on it, like burping and shit. And they're like, like the manners are key, bro. The manners are key, bro. Like, bro, I remember this this girl ate this hamburger one time, bro. The way that she was eating it, bro. I never spoke to her again, bro. Like, like, like that shit matters to me, bro. Like your mannerisms and and how you eat it. You can eat three times as much as me. I don't even really care. If you fucking hungry, you fucking hungry, bro. Like, that's that's what that is. The whole low vibrational plate, to me, that's just another thing in today's social media world where we're going to judge this person for what they got versus what you got or whatever, bro. Like, if you want to have a bunch of hot dogs and hamburgers at the cookout, bro, I, that's what they grilled them for, man. Like, go ahead. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to judge your vibrations, bro. Do what you do. Like... Uh, I'm not gonna eat no glizzies at the cookout. I'm that's me. That's me. But if you want to, if you want to mix a potato salad and your baked beans, and that's cool to you, that's cool to you, bro. I'm not gonna look at your plate and not eat mine because it because of your vibrations, like. Bro, think about how much the cookout has changed over the years, man. To where in 2022, man, you can't comfortably eat a hot dog at a cookout. Cause, cause somebody is somewhere with the camera, bro. <laughs> capturing the moment you take a bite out the glizzy, man. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Wild, wild times we live. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's almost worse now, cause now you know niggas try to like sneak eat the glizzy. Like we we was eating hot dogs at work, nigga eating the oh, hot dog in the closet. You gotta eat I'm it like, fast, bro. This, this is you gotta you gotta you, eat it fast. You gotta put that hole down quickly <laughs> you you stuffing a whole glizzy in your mouth in the closet like just eat it out here bro like, you look worse you look way worse one time bro i had one with donna and uh somebody had brought some like you know kielbasa you know it's like good it's like some good spicy sausage but nobody was trying to touch that shit because that shit was just like it was a glizzy, but it was just like a, it was just was like massive, bro. So it was just like it was like everybody was like, uh, I ain't trying to touch the kid, but I'm just like, damn, bro. She just went, no, she went to waste. They go have they go have they go have babies eating glizzies like this, bro. Slicing that glizzy up. <laughs> eating that glizzy, eating that glizzy one, one small portion at a time, bro. You gonna be. We cutting your glizzy pretty soon. Hey, man. hey, bro! You gotta eat, eat them like the kids eat them. You know how they put them on the plate? They got the little, they got the little ketchup and the mustard pile. You just got <laughs> dip that little slice. Dip that little slices. Dip the only, the only proper way to consume a glizzy in 2022 is mixed in with some baked beans, bro. No yeah, bullshit. Like, no bullshit. Yeah, pork and beans every time, bro. Because I don't fuck with the baked beans, though, bro. I can't. I can't. If you eat a hot dog and the baked beans. I ain't, I can't, I can't lie, I can't rock with it. You don't rock with the baked beans, bro? Nah. Oh, man. Nah, I can't rock I love me some baked beans, especially, I don't know, it's something that they, I don't know what they do to them baked beans, bro, around cookout time, but, uh. Yeah, man, I should be smacking, but, you know, know you know, you know what it do to the stomach, though, man, that's, that's another, that's another type of gas. (laughs) That's a low vibrational moment. After eating too many baked beans, bro, for sure. With the glizzy combo, too, it's like, bro. I don't know. You I, ever, know I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't 100% clear on low vibrations, but I'm sure that's it. You ever, I think I get it now because you ever be at the cookout with your girl and then she got too many baked beans. You looking at her like, man, we got to drive all the way home in my motherfucking car. You sitting there, you got another plate of baked beans. Like, 
<laughs> I thought I was getting something like see what I will say though, bro. What you said though, Bryce, about you being at the cookout with, with your shorty or whatever. I will say this. If I don't care if it's my cookout, your cookout, if Shorty ain't making me no plate at the cookout, she done after that. Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, scrub vicious, bro. <laughs> hey, scrub vicious, with my plate. With my That's plate. Law, at, bro. Yeah. That's love. That's love. And I'm not saying because of me. I'm just saying because of the standards that was upheld in the cookouts I've been to, bro. Ain't no way the women in your family gonna let that rock, bro. Not not in the Indian culture, not in the black culture. It's not going down, bro. Ain't no family I've ever been to where where, where the women not gonna make the play for the man. And and, and if they don't. They, the, the grandmas look at them like, oh man, you 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 just don't get it, do you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she's gonna get school later. She's gonna be single. She's gonna be single later, bro. Make 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 your man a plate. Make it a good plate too, bro. But what if your girl makes your plate and she comes yes. back and brings you a low vibrational plate? <laughs> like you're in, in a real opinion, tough situation because now you don't. You not only do you have your mm-mm. girl is she makes low vibrational plates for you. You know, so nah, do you do you do you tell her girl. do you tell her what to put on the plate or do you just trust her to know? And this is actually real life shit, bro. This yo, that might that might that this tells you what kind of girl. What you should do is, yo, this should be what you do every time you get it for from for my fellas that's out here going running through girlfriends, man. Every time you get a new one, first time you take her to the cookout, tell her to make your plate. Right. That should tell you everything you need to know about it. the plate she brings back. Should tell you everything you need to know about that girl. Nah, that's a fact, bro. Because if a woman care about you, bro, she gonna try to bring you something at least a little bit wholesome. Hey, this, this is a wild game because you know, whole time she's making that plate and she's about to judge the shit out of you too. <laughs> like everything she put on that plate, she might fuck around and fuck with you and put some wild shit on the plate and be like, "Yo, is this nigga gonna eat that?" <laughs> like. <laughs> Like that's that's chess. That's chess. Yeah, I don't know. What y'all think about that, yo? Does your chick have to make your plate at the cookout on Thanksgiving? You know, special special yeah. occasions, holidays. I would say, I would say, she's a clown, bro. She ain't gonna make it. I would say Thanksgiving more so than the cookout. Thanksgiving feels a little mandatory. Not mandatory, because that sounds sexist. But it's, it seems like like it's already gonna happen. <laughs> Fuck being friendly, nigga. It's mandatory. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? It's mandatory. It's mandatory, bro. Ask your grandma, and if she tells you anything different, bro, I'm gonna be shocked. Ask your grandma. <laughs> ask your grandma. Ask your mom. Bro. Ask your aunties, bro. It's the rule. It's lot. That's law. I would be just so disappointed in like my plate coming back wrong. And that's on, that's a coaching moment. That's a coaching moment. Bruce ain't say nothing for a minute, and then my friend was just like, I'd be so disappointed. That's a coaching moment, bro. You got the culture. You got the culture. Yeah. You're like, yo, you gotta have a certain amount of protein, carb. You know what I'm saying? You gotta put the gas next to the mat. You gotta, you gotta learn, bro. But yo, at the cookout, I'm making my own plate, bro. Because I can't, like, like I can't. You can't fumble my cookout plate. This pre-show That's content, what I'm saying, too, bro. bro. Like, cause, like, now I got, cause then, cause then, a couple days, bro. Say, This is a joke because, like, you know, women are not like this, and not all women are like this at all. But imagine this, yo. Like, your girl makes your plate. She brings back your plate. It's a low vibrational plate, so you sit there <laughs> looking at it, like, you know, with that funny eye. And now she's looking at you like, oh, what's wrong with your plate? <laughs> 
I'm gonna eat what I want out the plate, and then whatever I don't want, I'm just not gonna eat it. It's what it is. <laughs> and when she asked about it, I'm gonna say, Well, I wasn't really fucking with that, but that's not a reflection on her, it's a reflection on the food. But I will say this, I will add this to my cookout rule. <laughs> another rule. Now, this is another rule. If Shorty making breakfast for you and she make the eggs first, she done. <laughs> she done. She done. She don't have common sense, bro. Common sense. You can't teach common sense, bro. If she don't do that, she don't got no common sense, bro. What I'm is sorry. she how to cook? <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, because the eggs gonna be cold by the time you finish making the bacon and all that damn bad <laughs> shit, man. What if, what if she just don't know how to cook? Like, she don't know the order of operation. Again, coaching moment, bro. But it's going to be – you're going to be picking up I, and picking up for the Scrap, next coach. Scrap, Scrap is a hell of a GM, bro. Like, this man said, you fuck up once, you out. You out. Hey, because I'm older now, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I done seen this <laughs> shit. I done had girlfriends. Nah, I'm telling you, bro. I done had girlfriends that didn't make the plate, and they didn't make it. That's why I'm speaking from his system, bro. <laughs> Speaking from experience, bro. They family was like, yo, why you not making this nigga a plate? My family was saying the same shit. She really, done they family said, said that. They, they didn't make the plate. They I didn't make it. Cook out and she ain't making me a plate. It's a violation. The first Thanksgiving she did. Second Thanksgiving she didn't. Third Thanksgiving, I'm at, I'm at a different household. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty funny. Go ahead, bro. That's pretty funny, man. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. So, so what do you do? Like, you watch everybody else start to get their food before you realize, like, shit, man. <laughs> nah, honestly, most of the time, I'm shit. Most of the time, I'm, 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 I'm by myself. So I'm going to let the ladies go first, and I'm going to do their thing, and I'm going to get them right. But if I'm, with, if I'm at a joint cookout, especially if it's family joint, I'm going to be, most likely, I'm probably, I'm probably, I'm not there when the food's being cooked. You know, I'm already, the food's already out type situation. I arrive. Hey, this is so and so. This is Nick. Yada yada. Hey, would you like? You mean get you a plate? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sit my ass down. I'm gonna give me a drink. That's within my jurisdiction of shit to do. I'm gonna get the drink. <laughs> I'm gonna sit my ass down. I'm gonna find a good spot to sit, hey, and then yeah. I'm away from my plate. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, the cousin, the cousin Faye comment, man. I just peeped that. That's hilarious. The cousin Faye comment is pretty funny, man. Like. Yo, I, I don't know. I feel like the plate is a sensitive topic in the community. Man. What's up? Because, <laughs> because hey, come on, because there was a time where, well, let's be honest, there was a time where a plate, man receiving a plate was a given. There was a time where that was a given. You know, it's probably, I'd say, you know, that 70s, 80s, you know, maybe into the 90s a little bit. That was yeah. a given, but. It's not a given no more, bro. The plate, not, the plate is rolling the dice. If you getting the, a shorty that makes the plates or not, you really rolling the dice, bro. This is true. Because some but, girls gonna look at you like you'll be like, "Hey, babe, you make my plate." Like, why don't you make my plate? <laughs> you be like, "Oh." Uh. <laughs> 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 and maybe, you, and maybe you find yourself in that situation. You feel me? I, I will uh, say this. I'll say this. I will say more so than anything. If I do see a joint that make me a plate, I'm just more so gonna go. I'm more totally gonna favor that. I'm gonna favor that over the over the over the knock. I think I think one thing that. one thing though you gotta you gotta be appreciative of the plate. Whenever it's they true. do make you the plate, you no, gotta 100%. you gotta be big appreciative, man. Like that's why that's why that's why I feel this way, bro. Because I know how it feels when a woman go out of way to make you a plate. You might have been just been out here running my. I might be out here running my mouth, bro. 
most likely. I'm out here running my mouth, talking to your uncle, whoever. Chop, chop. Oh, yeah, we have you seen the motherfucking Redskins game? Yeah, that was terrible. They got blown out. And then, you know what I'm saying? Boom, my plate's hit. I'm like, wow. Now that, that, the, be, the best is when you, the best, the best feeling feeling is when you get the plate right? you're not expecting. Yeah. Now, yeah, when you're like, not oh, even shit. expecting the plate and you get it. Hey, but you know, you know, you know, the next level scruff is is when you get them to make lunch for you to take to work the next day. You know, you really got to play the cards right. Once they once they start packing that lunch for you, that's that's the sweet spot. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, that's married life, right? But I guess you, I guess everybody not getting packed lunch when you're married. That's true. Nah, you got to find a sweet spot. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find a lunch. <laughs> That's nah, true. man. Nah, yeah, nah, that, that's that's another topic. That's another. I feel like topic that's that's kind of came from social media a little bit too, with all the videos being posted of like girls being like, "Yep, making making lunch for us for us for the week," and she's making her lunch and her dude's lunch, and she's posting the video for everyone to see like how nice the lunches look. And there's always some extravagant looking ass lunch, bro. Like who's eating this dinner? <laughs> meal, meal prep, right? And. uh I don't know, man. That's another one. Like, I ain't heard that, John. Like, I feel nah, like yeah, that's, that's next level. I feel like everything is an exchange, right? Yeah. In, in some way, shape, or form. You feel me? So it's like, if I'm getting my if I'm getting my lunch every day, you know, what am I doing or providing to to make that be able to happen? Or, or maybe yeah, maybe yeah. Like if I if I bought the dinner, like yeah, it's not like a super give. It's not give and take in that way, but it's almost like. Everything's an exchange. The totality of the relationship is an exchange. So that's what she does. You're doing something for her too. But everyone has those things. Maybe you're not getting lunch made, but you got something else that the person that's getting lunch made is not getting. You feel me? I think that gets lost in all these things when people just focus on is your chick making the lunches every day. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. It's like no, nah, she's getting... not making me lunches every day, but I'm getting this. this I'm this, getting this, that this, that, that exclusive OnlyFans content. That's right. <laughs> you know, you just don't know. So it, it, it's it's a. Uh, I feel like relationships are, are mad nuance. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, but but when it comes to discussing them, we never look at them in totality. We always look at them in those small little details, and you compare those, and it's everybody relationship gonna sound crazy. The next person. Nah, it's true. But you make a good point, B, because like not all girls can cook, right? And you can't assume that all. I don't assume that all women can cook. But making a plate of the cookout does not require culinary expertise, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. Scrub misses. Scrub misses. Hey, Scrub said I'm traditional, huh? You got a plan about that plate, man. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, bro. Your family And if they do, they probably not fam I want to be locking arms with. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. Low vibrational activity. <laughs> Yo, what, what was even the next topic, man? What topic was we even on? We was on low vibrations. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, we kind of ran with the low vibrations, but I had a feeling. I said at the beginning of the show, man, I felt like we was probably going to end up getting into some sort of culture topic, and I feel like that was a good. It took us good route there and went there organically. Hey, that's, that's how we work, man. They they come for the sports. They stay for the culture. Y'all know this. I said we yeah, but, much uh, that's one of my favorite lines on, on this show. While while we're talking about low vibrations, I think it's the perfect segue into into Draymond and Jordan Poole, bro. That was that was yeah. some low vibrations. Yeah, was it? Was it low vibration? Let's get into it, man. Let's get into the Draymond <laughs> Green uh, Jordan Poole situation. 
I want to know what y'all think about it. Um, was it a sucker punch? Should Jordan Poole have been more ready? Should Draymond Green be punished? How are we feeling about this situation? Well, I'm going to start with you since you brought it up, man. Uh, I mean, it's like I, like I told y'all in the group chat. Um, I believe Draymond should be suspended. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, obviously, there's a lot of different ways to look at this. It's grown men, testosterone, you know, they're hooping. That's honestly part of playing ball. Like, you ever go play ball at any any fucking gym or hoops in America, man? Like, that's kind of the vibe in almost every city, really. So I, I get that aspect of it. Uh, I get the trash talking of it. Uh, but the difference between that and what we do when we go play ball wherever is Draymond's getting paid big bread by an organization to not knock out his teammate or not throw, throw punches at his teammate. So uh, that, that, that aspect of it leads me to say that Draymond needs big fine, big suspensions, um, probably a little bit more so than what he got. If, if I'm Golden State, I'm not going for it. And for the simple fact that once you start really looking at it, Jordan Poole might be a little bit more valuable than Draymond to the, to the Golden State Warriors at this point in time and moving forward. So I, I think a president needed to be set. Um, and yeah, there's really no room for that in a quote-unquote professional team, right? If you're a professional ball player, that's not how you should conduct yourself. Again, I know it happens. I know it'll probably happen again. But uh, you got to lay the hammer down on, on stuff like this. I, honestly, uh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested to hear – how our resident coach T Boogie might handle a situation like this. Me personally, um, I'm from the school of thought that uh, some people need to be punched in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Not not shot, not stabbed, not not beat to a pulp. Some <laughs> some some people. Uh, all right, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm from the '80s, grew up in the '90s. I'm from an era where people learn firsthand, like Jordan Poole just learned. Uh, uh, getting hit, man, a good punch will change your life, change your yeah. perspective. You know, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You speak a little, speak a little more proper. Uh, you, you respect the people you should respect. You, you're, you're humble in the setting you should be humble in. And, and I think that's what that was. Uh, uh, fights happen in sports daily, literally daily, right? Especially at practice, especially at practice. If you're going to punch somebody in the face, right? Typically, you want that in practice. You don't want that in front of the fans. You don't want that in front of the crowd, the kids, the the, the families in attendance. That was supposed to be – that tape should have never came out. But yeah. uh, in, in, the, in the TMZ era, uh, you know, certain certain figures, certain teams, certain people don't have any privacy. And uh, Golden State's one of those uh, California hot-button TMZ items. So that tape came out. But uh, the, the biggest thing that stood out to me is I don't think it was a sucker punch. Um, you let a man walk all the way up on you. Um, you could have walked away. You could have ran away. You could have said, "Hey, somebody get him." You could have. You could have acted crazy first. You could have walked towards him. You stood there acting like this guy wasn't going to touch you. He gets in your face. You escalated the physical touch. Now I know what people are saying, like he shouldn't be in your personal space. Got you right. But what do you tell your kids? Somebody in your face, like you, you, you either tell the teacher or you get him out your face, right? You're either yeah. going to tell the teacher or you're going to hit him. He didn't either. He didn't hit him. He didn't call a coach. He didn't call the players. He didn't either. He pushed them back and he stood there with his hands down and he got punched. Notice how Steph was there. Yeah. Steph didn't run to his defense. Uh, if you look in the video, there's other players. No one ran to his defense. Uh, when, put it like this. If Draymond was talking to Steph like that or approaching Steph, 
everybody would have ran over there to break it up. Before, before, before Draymond could have gotten his face, everybody would have got between them. Jordan Poole has to have been getting under everyone's skin because nobody was up in arms. We haven't heard any players come out and say, uh, any, any players on that team, no one came out and supported Jordan Poole. In the, in the era of <laughs> microphones, in the era of clout, in the era of internet, not one person has came out and supported Jordan Poole that was there. And maybe they just want to keep the locker room in the locker room, but Draymond's talking about it. I think, I think that's I think that's a thing, keeping the locker room in the locker room. Yeah. But I think you bring up a good point though, T. It's like the reactions are gonna tell you a lot. Um, for sure. Yeah, Dr Draymond's talking about it. Um, and I and I think the Warriors are just gonna try to get past it and and move on. I, I'm of the opinion that Draymond needs to get traded because uh he chased KD out of town as well. Um, so you got two strikes, I'm not gonna give you three, but um this this happens, man. Fights happen. Jordan punched Steve Kerr. Uh, Bobby Portis broke someone's face in practice. Uh, fights happen in sports. Every offseason in football, we see team fights. We see we see fights. Mm -hmm. but, the, but the difference is, though, T, the, the biggest difference is, though. The, the difference is, Jordan, you, know, you saw it. The, no, no, the difference is you saw it, bro. We, bro we, Steve Kerr, I didn't see Jordan punch Steve Kerr. I don't even know who Bobby Portis punched because, they, because I didn't see it. All I know is Bobby Portis punched somebody, and it came out who he punched. Because right. I didn't see it, it doesn't matter. Well, I, I get, that I get, visual changes everything. And not yeah. only does it change everything for Draymond, but it changes a whole lot for Jordan Poole in, in, a, in a game that is built on confidence, bro. I Jordan worry Poole, about a young player having to go through this. Jordan Poole does, did you just see Jordan Poole play? Went to the hoop, did a crossover? I saw, I saw that. That's preseason work. And I'm, not, I'm, right, I'm, right, not, right. I'm, not, I'm not betting on Jordan Poole this, this fucking up Jordan Poole's career. I'm not betting on that. But my point is that this, yo. I think it was rooted in jealousy of Drake from Draymond Green because Jordan Poole is now the second not. most important asset to the Golden State Warriors at this very moment, bro. If Steph yeah. Curry's the number one, and Jordan Poole is a second greatest asset on that team, top to bottom. If you're gonna tell me who's gonna yield the most in the trade today from the Golden State Warriors roster outside of Steph Curry, who is it? Jordan Poole or Clay Thompson? I don't think Clay. It's only one of them, and, and at this point, I lean Jordan Poole, bro, because he's younger. And the season he's come, the potential mm -hmm. he's shown, I feel like he's a he's a and, a and Draymond, I think, feels that. But I think Draymond feels Poole becoming a bigger asset than he is now. And I feel like that 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 that's a part of what because yo, there's clips of Draymond talking about how good Jordan Poole is and how he gets under people's skin, but it's only because it's a part of his game, and we all kind of like that type of thing, like. There's clips of him talk, discussing this on his podcast. You feel me? So to be that guy that applauds this young player for being, but for having that though, that that sort of moxie, and then allowing it to get under your skin when you're that guy that compliments him for that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like if this was coming from a guy who was that quiet dude, but you know is gonna snap over some little shit, then this would make sense. But this is coming from Draymond Green. Like this guy is always snapping. You would think he would understand his teammates snapping. You feel nope. me? And it's, it's, the fact that he didn't, to me, signals a little bit of like uh -huh. a little bit of in-house drama that maybe is is, a, is underlying still. You know what I mean? I don't know. No, bro. It's, it's, it's levels, right? It's levels that like that would have been the that would that that that's like uh, 
Petey crack coming to state property <laughs> and, and talking and talking crazy to everybody, right? You're mm -hmm. hot right now, but you don't exist without without us. You don't exist without Steph, Clay, Draymond. Like it's you still gotta respect these guys, right? It would be it's it's like when the players would if if you disrespect like like the the greats that were above you, like mm -hmm. you you can't come in and do that, bro. You can talk crazy. But there's still limits. There's still lines, and this young generation—I don't know how much you around these young young guys. Uh, their their line is way above here with guys that grew up punching you in your face. But but okay. But let's let's, let's, let's throw this in there though. <laughs> Keep this in in context. Only one of them two, out of Jordan Poole and Draymond Green, is receiving a Rockefeller chain, and the Rockefeller chain is the max contract, bro. Because no, both of them I, not getting it with Golden no, State, I, bro. No, no, I, but listen, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Both of them are not getting it with Golden State. Golden State has to pick one of them dudes to get that match to, bro. And who you think they picking right now? <laughs> who you no, think? They got to pick them all. Who you think they picking, bro? No, no. Dray Draymond. Jordan Poole. <laughs> and no, Draymond already came out and said, I'm, I deserve a max contract. That's what I'm yeah, signing for next, next you time. Think, you think Draymond... Uh, trying to punch his way to a max no that's not what i'm saying like, i'm saying the I, jealousy boiled over into a punch bro because only one of them is getting that max they're not they're not giving it to both of them it's not really, logical bro it's not logical you can't like a max player the more, bro, more if, time goes if, by if, if draymond green thought he deserved a max you don't start a fight at camp if 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 other players thought it was jealousy i i promise you they would step in i promise you those other athletes if they thought it was a petty, this Draymond's just upset. I promise you, they would have broke it up, bro. Like, I, I, I don't even have to be there. I'm looking at Jordan Poole's body language. Even his body language, even in the video, is of you won't do nothing to me. Like, but do you, but do you think that maybe everybody felt that same way Jordan Poole did too? Maybe they right. wasn't running to break it up because, like, it was kind of a shocking uh, punch. Draymond getting everybody face, bro. Or you know what I'm saying? Maybe it. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities with that when you see just one clip. And yep. like I just feel like yo, there's a chance, bro. I feel like there's a chance that when it, it's only one max contract, bro, and Draymond might be feeling like be looking at this dude like, bro, this dude's not more Look, important to this team than me. Either 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 way, either way, whatever the reasoning behind it was, the fact that the video came out is detrimental to Golden State. Like, this doesn't help Draymond get a max contract. This doesn't help Jordan Poole's career. It might not affect Jordan Poole's game directly. Like, he might be fine right now. But what happens when he has a bad game and the internet runs wild with memes or, you know what I'm saying, people start getting at him, just talking unnecessary trash like they do. This kind of thing will get brought up and kind of follows you in your career for better or for worse. I'm not saying it breaks Jordan Poole. I'm not saying he's not mentally tough enough to deal with this kind of thing. I'm just saying it's a it's a stain on my guy's career regardless. And really, it's a blemish on the Golden State's season to, to, to start. Go ahead, Scruff. Let me tap in on this one. First of all, as far as Jordan Poole is concerned, this is not going to end his career. This is only going to add fire to the fuel. He loves this shit. Like, I'm sure he's a little embarrassed, but I know he's going to come out. He's going to continue to ball. Uh, would you say, Bryce, about, about the max contract thing? I think it's very valid. Because only one of them is going to get the max contract. It's probably going to be Jordan Poole at this point. 
don't, I don't see Draymond getting the max. I see he wants to stay with Golden State. He's going to have to take a discount. But I think he might be able to get a max contract elsewhere. You know, L.A. is a potential. You know, I see him and LeBron doing the shimmy at the wedding. You know, they was looking real brotherly. You know what I'm saying? I could see Draymond getting a contract somewhere else. Uh, so I do see this as being the beginning of the end of Draymond's stay in Golden State. I think it's time for, for, for him to go. Don't say you're going to find someone to fill in that role. But Jordan Poole is definitely the most important asset on that team moving forward. And to me, right, that punch was dirty. Whatever the case may be, you're supposed to be a leader on the team, bro. You're setting a bad example, bro, in my opinion. Uh, second thing is for the organizational standpoint. I'm going to have to hold the organization accountable. This punch came out. It should have never came out the video. The video came out and changes everything. Now you kind of have to cut bait with Draymond at some point. Maybe not right away, but I don't think they're going to keep him. Uh, also, it's a bad look that they haven't come through with any type of punishment yet. They said he was away from the team for a couple of days, but they haven't inflicted any actual fines, any punishment, any suspensions. The ring ceremony is on the first night. I'm presuming if they were to suspend him, he probably missed the ring ceremony. Will or will he not be at the ring ceremony? We'll see. Yeah. I think it'd be my it would be a nice little way to check, 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 check that motherfucker to shut the fuck up. <laughs> if, if you tell him not to come, that's when you let the organization know and you let the player know, hey, look, this is the organization standpoint on this, and you're not in accordance with that. You try to move on some big brother shit, like, oh nah, you gotta respect us, you gotta respect us. Nah, what you gotta respect is organization, motherfucker, because we don't want to cut the checks around here. So all that, all that, you know, oh uh, yeah, this is whatever you got. That's nonsense. He didn't earn that. I guess if you would say he earned that, maybe to some degree. But the checks are uh, rotating, brother. Oh. The new, the new checks ain't coming for Draymond, bro. He didn't earn the new checks, bro. Draymond, uh, but Jordan did. Yeah, this, this, uh, this is crazy to me, man. Like this punch. <laughs> This this punch to be such a non-issue, like all this setting example, yada yada. Gilbert Arenas came to the gym with guns. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, but he wasn't employed after that, was he? He, he but but this, but this is what I'm saying, bro. This is well, this, he kind of was. Yeah, he was. This is this is part of this is part of uh, being an athlete and competing at the top. <laughs> um, sometimes uh, competitive spirit, testosterone. Um, Sometimes you just don't like people. Like that spills over, and, and and the violence, unfortunately. Like these guys play physical sports, but as far as Draymond being a leader, Draymond is arguably the Udonis Haslam of of the Warriors, and I think he was acting in a Udonis Haslam role and making sure Jordan Poole, you know, the pecking order. I don't care if you're better than Steph Curry, you're going to respect Steph Curry. I don't care if you're better than Clay because. When they were your age, they were doing things that you're not doing. So I really think that was a cleaning of the house. I do think that was a leader. Wait, 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 wait. But that's not true, though. They weren't doing anything he's not doing. In fact, well, they, he's doing so, things that they weren't doing in his age. So. Bro, they also they also weren't they also weren't playing on a, a ready-made team to win, right? They they had to build something. Jordan Poole didn't have to build a thing. Jordan Poole, all he had to do was come in there and boogie. Okay, but like. That's not Jordan Poole's problem, bro. <laughs> so, so, like, so, like, so, like, so, like, so, so, Draymond making that Jordan Poole's issue is where he's wrong, bro. In what you just described, if that's right, what right, 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 bro. It's, if, it's if like that this, is bro. what happened, if that's what the spirit was of the whole thing, 
Nah, right. To me, if, that makes it look even worse on Draymond. Bro. That's a bad look. That's like this. That's like if you that's Steve even, Jobs, right, and you Apple, right, and you like, yo, me and Bryce was out here like, out the mud, man. We was in the garage and shit. He wasn't here in the garage with us. And on new hires, like, bro, that's how you treat people with Apple, bro. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the way, bro. I'm going no. to Silicon bro. Valley. I'm going to Google. Bro, you treat people with respect. Bro, if, if, if a new panelist came on this show and started talking crazy to Bryce, like, I'm bringing the fans out. I know you started this, but I'm bringing the fans out. I, I hear you talking. We don't want to hear your opinion tonight, Bryce. They're here for me. <laughs> You're not going to say... Ain't nobody you, coming to see you, Otis. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to take that personal, right? That's yeah. why we don't have new panelists. But no, but, but hey, hey, you, you, you make, you make, tea. That, that, that was a great, that was a great parallel. That was a great parallel. And, and, and it's a, it is a good point. You know what I'm saying? But, but I think that the, the, the way, the way it misses because that doesn't contribute to the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jordan Poole's contrib- contribution, they're there to try to win games, bro. You know what I'm saying? And Jordan Poole's con- – we're here to try to put on a good show. So if someone's on here doing that, it wouldn't really make for a good show. But Jordan Poole's contribution is to, to win games. So it's like, I don't I, know, man. I feel like – and I talk about this often on this show. I feel like you guys always undervalue a very important part of uh, – especially basketball. Like, remember that. They're not necessarily friends, but they are teammates. They do have to spend an extended amount of time around each other. They don't have to like each other, but it does not work if they hate each other. And if, if I don't care how good Jordan Poole is, if you don't want to pass a nigga the ball, how does who, who does that help? Good point. All right, but do we know that that's what they were arguing over? We like that he wasn't passing. We're speculating. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So it's like. I agree with you, T, to the to the extent of if you know if Poole was disrespecting uh, Draymond. In this sense, Draymond's basically your elder. In this sense, he's been on the team. He's you know what I mean built it brick by brick with the boys. So you can't just talk to him crazy. I agree with that, and that very well very well may be why Steph and everybody let him let Jordan Poole get snuffed in the first place. But regardless, that's not necessarily team building. Uh, you can say it is, we can spin it like it is because it happens often in sports. But the second that TMZ gets a hold of it and we see it and it becomes a topic on our show and other shows, it becomes a huge, massive problem. And it gets right to Bryce's point of, well, which one of these guys are you going to give a Rockefeller chain? And it's only going to be one of them. It's only going to be one of them. And for, for better or for worse, like like the way you're describing it, you're describing it from the 80s era when there wasn't TMZ, when there wasn't social media. This this is this is a problem for Draymond now. He he punched himself out of a max. Bro, this yeah, is you know, he was talking about he was out here talking about some yeah, you know, my mom seen it and his mom seen it because he looked like a bully. Bro, Latrell Sprewell choked the coach. I, I understand this is not the T, this is a TMZ era, right? But that's a closed practice. We are not used to seeing <laughs> I'll, I'll, even, I'll even put it like this, T. It's not even just that it's the social media video type aspect, news getting everywhere fast. We live in a soft generation. We live in a soft generation, bro. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Devontae Adams is, is about to get, um, I don't even know if it's a lawsuit or, or criminal charges or whatever the dude is doing, all because he pushed dude out the way walking through the tunnel. Oh, like the, the world we live in today can't see Jordan Poole get punched like that at practice and not treat Draymond Green like the biggest bully in the world. Devontae Adams was worse than Draymond. 
Devontae pushed somebody, yeah. told a, a guy just doing his job. He's a civilian. Now, you know what's worse? The guy was away. He didn't, he, didn't, hey. he didn't maliciously walk up to him. And Dr Draymond had every intent on knocking Poole out, bro. No, he did not. Devontae had no intent on that. Hey, Bobby Wagner was worse than both of them, bro. Because Bobby Ooh. Wagner gave a hit stick to a random civilian who was just trying to go by. Well, you shouldn't be right running on the field. That's crazy. I, I've gone to a game and seen that. And that is absolutely insane to run on a football Bobby, field. Bro. Bobby he, Wagner he has no heart for the way he hit that man, bro. Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wagner lowered his shoulder on that man like he was trying to tackle Marshawn Lynch, bro. <laughs> bro. They didn't, they didn't zoom in on that man's fingers like they did to us. I'm sure they was, like. Thank you with that one. That concussion protocol. And that's a regular. He hit that man like that man was wearing pads. And that man had no pads. Bro. Nah, no bull. He did. That guy is a criminal when he runs on, on the field. Yeah. Come on, T. Don't be Charleston White on me, T. <laughs> <laughs> that man is a criminal. The moment he touches that field, I'm calling 911. That's a fact, though. It's a fact, though. It's, yeah. Hey, Not only is it breaking the law, it's got to be the dumbest law to break. Yeah, no more. Well, that 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 that's just wild, man. I, I just thought Bobby Wagner was a wild dude for that. But hey, good stuff tonight, fellas, man. We got to a, a good amount of sports. But as my guy Rome says, man, you stay for the culture. And uh, look like everybody, just about everybody I was watching that night stayed with us for the whole show. So shout out to you guys for being in it for the long haul, man. Um, y'all know where y'all can find us everywhere. It's at Good Ass Sports on all social media platforms. If you can't find us in any place that is a quote-unquote social media platform, just try searching Gas Sports Network. That's the other way we can be found, man. It's either Good Ass Sports or it's Gas Sports Network everywhere. Uh, every Tuesday, man, we here at 9.30 for the pre-show. If you're not uh, subscribed to the pre-show yet, if you subscribe to a whole lot of OnlyFans pages, the pre-show <laughs> might let you down a little bit. But the pre-show get pretty crazy, man. It don't nah, get only fans crazy, all right? But it get crazy. It won't, it won't, so, uh, it won't yeah, let you down. <laughs> yeah, tap in with the pre-show, man. It's very, very cheap. It's cheaper than all them OnlyFans you're paying for. Uh, yeah. And if you missed the OnlyFans, the real OnlyFans conversation we had, you got to check out the pre-show. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I think it was. It got pretty interesting, man, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, hey, man, shout out to everybody that watched. Shout out to you guys for, for bringing the heat tonight, man. Y'all know how we end each and every episode, fellas. Sports for the culture. Sports, Sports for the culture. For the culture.